You are now listening to the voice of Tamar with Vanessa Santiago. A few weeks ago, I recorded a video that I never was able to upload and I was talking about triggers. I think triggers is a word that we use so often and at times we avoid specific situations or circumstances, but there are moments where you just feel like certain things like take you right back to that moment where you were first traumatized. I think it was about four or five years ago, I felt like the Lord was really leading me to do an event for young people. And one of the people that he instructed me to talk to was a man by the name of Michael Peace. I've known him a majority of my life. He has a nonprofit where children come from underserved parts of the city and they learn about Jesus. And there's just been a lot of kids who have come out of Bethel Express. And so I was there at some point, but now I'm like in my mid twenties, I just got saved. And I feel like the Lord was really leading me to do an event for youth. And I went there on faith and he said that he would support me in it. And I just felt like this burst of energy. I was so excited. I was so happy. I was so grateful that everything was kind of aligning for the plans that I had that right after that, I took myself to Evergreen Street. Evergreen Street is this place where a majority of my violations happened. And so this day, I was super excited and inspired by the Holy Spirit because I felt like I was on one accord with him that I decided to face a fear. And that fear was just being on Evergreen Street because there are moments where we go to places or we smell certain things or a song plays and you're taken back to that very place where you were traumatized. But for me, Evergreen Street was a place that I never wanted to revisit because I felt like a movie scene of my violations would just happen again. And so I'm coming off of this conversation with my piece and I decide that I wanted to drive to Evergreen Street. And so I sat there and I turned on worship music and I pulled my journal out and I just began to write down like all the things that really frustrated me about my violation or some of the side effects or some of the things that I felt like were still wrong with me as a result of being violated. And after I finished writing those things, I turned my worship music up just a little bit louder and I began to pray and I began to ask God to just heal me from these things. I don't want to be in a position where certain songs, certain memories, certain smells make me feel like I'm being re-traumatized again. And so I'm sharing this because I know that I can't be the only person who has kind of avoided specific places, avoided things, avoided experiences, avoided whatever in order to not be re-triggered. When it came to Evergreen Street, I would drive down Clinton. I grew up around Clinton Avenue, so I know where to get my favorite Hispanic food from. I know where to just do all these things, right? The the famous fish market or St. Michael's Church is there. And so it, that street is full of memories. However, because Evergreen Street was off of that street, I just did not enjoy being in that area. 
So I wonder how many people do the same thing. They avoid different places. They avoid songs. They avoid smells. They avoid whatever in order to not be re-traumatized or re-triggered. And so I'm nobody's medical professional. However, I felt like this method of like facing my fears during a really high moment where I was feeling courageous and bold and strong was super beneficial to me in my healing process because I no longer feel that cringe when I'm on Clinton Avenue. I no longer feel like I can't drive down Evergreen because like a flood, I'd be feeling like I was experiencing violation again. It feels like a more far off thought versus something that's happening in the moment when I experience those things. And I've had that happen in a multiple ways, different smells. I shared that before. Um, different foods would remind me of my experiences. But I think that for me, one of the best things that I could do was face my triggers head on and remind myself over and over again that I'm a different person, that I'm in a safe space and that that thing does not have the ability to harm me like it did before when I was a child, when I wasn't able to advocate for myself and create boundaries for myself. I wonder how much of life you are not experiencing out of fear that you would be re-traumatized. A lot of my healing journey was just me and Jesus. But after the death of my brother, I realized that I needed extra reinforcements. And so I started going to therapy. And while at therapy, a friend of mine suggested that I do EMDR. And so I did a lot of research on it because I didn't want to kind of engage practices with a spiritual origin that's not my belief system. And after doing that, I realized it was safe for me. And so I went into a few sessions of doing EMDR. And so I'm not a medical professional. So my description of this is not the professional description. However, in my own words, EMDR is when you, you're kind of like sharing your experience, your story and what triggers you about a situation or something that happened in your life. And you kind of go play by play on the scenes and then your therapist has you do like a rapid eye movement that's in some way, shape or form recalibrates your mind to recognize that that experience is not happening in this moment, but that it happened in the past. I felt like I would be traumatized and re-triggered by my experiences and it felt like it was happening today. But after the EMDR, what it felt like was that that situation that felt like it was always at the forefront of my mind went all the way back down a really long hallway that was too far and didn't feel like I was like currently being affected by that. And so that was a really awesome method for me. I did it several times. I honestly did it with this idea that it would not work and it did help me. Um, I know other people have done it and it was not necessarily helpful, but it was one of the best decisions I could have honestly made at that leg of my healing process because, I mean, it was very beneficial and very helpful for me. So I just don't want people to be governed by their triggers. You don't try something new. You don't find yourself maybe walking around college town at night because you're just, you have this fear of being abducted. I feel like it's one thing to just make sure that you're practicing safe practices, like not being out at night alone. And I think it's another thing to kind of limit yourself to the amazing adventures and great things of life out of fear that you will repeat some trauma that you experienced in your childhood. Figure out what your triggers are. Write them down and face them head on and 
Even if you have to have a conversation with yourself where you're repeating, I'm in a safe space, I'm in a safe space, I'm in a safe space so that you can face that thing and realize that that thing that scares you so much that reminds you of when you've experienced pain is like a chihuahua behind a really big blow horn. Like, do what you got to do because you deserve to live a life full of happiness. I always say like I've been through enough that like I can live the rest of my life happy and I have to go through another traumatic experience because my childhood was just more than enough and that doesn't mean that I'm exempt from life however I just don't want my past experiences to be so present that I'm limited to a life full of happiness because I cannot move beyond what has happened to me. So I hope that this helps you all. I really felt inspired and I pray that this was beneficial to you. And like always, I love to pray. So here we are. Father, I just thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice who's listening to this podcast, who has experienced their own set of triggers and things that remind them of an experience that they had. Lord, I pray that you would meet them exactly where they are and that you would align them with people who have the courage to help them walk through this healing and healing process. God, I pray that if anybody makes a decision to begin to address and face their triggers, whether it be through EMDR or whether it be through having the boldness and and courage to kind of face them head on, that you would give them the grace and that your angels will accompany them. Father, I thank you that we will not be limited in the things that you desire for us to do and the happiness of life out of fear of being triggered or the fear of being traumatized again. I thank you that you are a God that protects and that heals and that guides us, Father, being wisdom to every single person under the sound of my voice in this season so that they can know and and become fully aware that they are in a safe space now and that you are there with them and that establishing relationship with you is beneficial and necessary for the wholeness process father i bless you and i honor you and i love you for being the incredible god that you are in the mighty name of jesus amen